Good evening. Welcome to this evening's edition of the Richard Urban Show. I am your host, Richard Urban, coming to you from historic Harper's Ferry, West Virginia. Tonight's episode is Moral Posturing Does Not Improve Our Health. So I'd like to address the local situation. I'm here in Jefferson County, West Virginia. Governor Jim Justice has designated this a hot spot. So I just did more research on this and I found out how did Jefferson County come to be a hot spot of COVID-19? Well, they randomly decided some weeks ago that any place with more than 20 cases was a hot spot. Well, that's not a very scientific designation, regardless of the total population. So now they've removed some counties, but they still haven't said what their criteria is exactly. So what exactly is going on in Jefferson County? Well, I'm doing this on um, Thursday, May 7th. So right now there have been 85 cases of COVID-19, one death a few days ago of a 50-year-old person, but we have no more information. Did they have multiple underlying conditions? No idea. So it's also, so that's not very helpful. Secondly, the 85 cases isn't very meaningful because most likely those are people who felt sick and got tested. So as we found out in places in California and other places in New York City where they actually did testing, like 20% of the people were infected or in New York or in other places, maybe 4 to 7% infected, which is something like 30 or 50 times more. Okay. So let, let's look at this from an epidemiological standpoint. As I pointed out amply before, epidemiologists know that viruses spread. And the only way to really, to really uh, end the spread of the virus is when enough people get immunity. Now, COVID-19 is an interesting virus because it doesn't affect children at all, unlike the flu, where you have in a bad flu year, like 20. 17 to 18, some 130 children reported to be killed by the flu. And basically, zero deaths from COVID-19. So the whole thing is patently absurd. And why I'm titling this moral posturing is this. Like when I was first reading, you know, I was seeing on Twitter, one of the reporters, Mark Seagraves, we have a case of COVID-19 in D.C. public schools. And I thought, so what? That's like saying someone got a cold. We have a case of the flu. And the point about it is, like, this was supposed to be this terrible disaster. Well, it shows that the people saying that don't know anything about epidemiology. I mean, maybe that was acceptable very early on when they thought maybe it was like some really serious disease, you know, that if you caught it, you'd suddenly die. But when it was realized that it is similar in severity to the seasonal flu and that it has little or no effect on people under 50, the question is why we shut down the whole society. And right here in West Virginia, the most bizarre or almost funny things, not really funny, is that, you know, Governor Jim Justice said on the very day, he said, all restaurants must shut down immediately. Just some four hours before he had said, hey, go out and eat at Bob Evans, enjoy, no cases. So then he said, oh my gosh, there's one case, one, one, in West Virginia. 
And it's like, and then he said, oh, all restaurants is closed. I thought, is this guy a lunatic? I mean, it's moral posturing. Why is it moral posturing? How many people have died of the flu this year? In fact, I'm quite sure there's at least one person who's died of the flu in, West, in uh, Jefferson County, most likely, and in West Virginia this year. And typically, as I pointed out before, in West Virginia, some 350, 400 people are dying of the flu slash pneumonia. And in fact, I'm sure people were dying of it this year. So why didn't the governor shut down the state in previous years or even this year when he heard there's a first case of the flu? I mean, someone died. And if they hadn't gotten the flu, they might have not died, right? It's moral posturing because he doesn't want to appear to be left out, unlike like a Governor Noam in South Dakota, where she actually knows what the Constitution is and can actually take a stand and stick with it. That's not our governor. No, he doesn't want to be seen as, oh my gosh, uh, well, let's see, I don't know what to do, but oh, let me just uh, close all the restaurants and then tell everybody to stay at home. And you know, we just found out yesterday from Governor Cuomo, he said that a survey they're doing they found out that two-thirds of the cases were for people staying at home. And then he's saying, you know, in, in that um, article there, is saying right here, we were thinking that maybe we were going to find a higher percentage of essential employees who were getting sick because they were going to work, that these may be nurses, doctors, transit workers, Governor Cuomo said. That's not the case. They were predominantly at home. Oops! So all that supposed wondrous lockdown orders is complete bull. So it's, it's not based on any scientific evidence. And we've seen a number of other stories now come out that say the same thing. If the states that locked down are no different substantially from the states that didn't lock down, no difference in outcomes. And in Sweden, no serious difference. So if you're an epidemiologist, you realize that the way this is going to be overcome is that people will get the virus and then they'll have immunity. And that, in fact, something from 4 to 20% people, depending where you are, already have the virus. So according to our governor, Justice, and maybe many other governors, oh my gosh, that's a terrible crisis. Well, hello, Governor Justice. Sooner or later, people are going to have to develop immunity to this virus. And although the supposed reason for, for um, so-called flattening the curve was to avoid stress on the hospitals, we're going to be overrun, which turned out to be completely false statistics. Even maybe only in New York, it was possibly a little true, but we really don't know what's going on in New York due to a lot of obfuscation and a lot of different issues there. So basically what's been happening is hospitals have been shutting down. They're empty. And in fact, the hospital in Pennsylvania said, hey, you know what? We're going back to work regardless of what the governor says. Well, bravo for you. I mean, that's what really needs to be done. So, and I was just listening to the governor's news conference today. He said instead of, I think it was during April. Yes, we're in May now. There were some 34, normally there's 3,400 unemployment applications in West Virginia, and now there's 30,000. Well, congrats, Governor. 
because one person got COVID-19 and now, um, you know, there's, you know, um, 85 cases here in Jefferson County. And then there's, you know, the cases total statewide. Then you have shut down and tanked our state. Well, how many people are going to die because they couldn't put food on the table and they were depressed? Or maybe they didn't get to the hospital because, you know, they're afraid of getting COVID-19 because you scared the crap out of them. Or various other things. Have you even thought about that? This is complete moral posturing. And then let's go over now to an, another issue. Well, let me, let me mention one more thing before I do that. So there's, I was reading uh, just today about a black church or two black churches in Monongalia County. Then um, they were having a service apparently before the COVID-19 uh, lockdown order. And apparently some people got um, COVID-19. Okay. But the point is, do now, we do, uh, it's good to have education. So, you know, elderly folks perhaps could stay home from such a service. But, you know, if people want to gather in a service, is it really like a religious service? Is it really the job of government to tell people paternalistically, oh, no, you can't gather there? Look, if people know the risk or, like I was saying, if they're younger or under 50, then, you know, if they want to take the risk, that's their business. So it's interesting that um, some eight, I believe, eight Democratic lawmakers wrote that they wanted the um, county to play a nanny for different people, you know, especially, you know, in the black population. So I'm not sure what all is going to come of that. But it's not the government's job to um, tell people where they can go, where they can gather, how they can worship. This is a serious violation of constitutional rights. And our legislature needs to really rein that in. There's way too much latitude given in West Virginia law for these shutdowns in the health department to go willy-nilly. And, you know, it needs to be clarified that only sick people can be quarantined. And the whole, the whole basis of this so-called health um, thing is random. So they even admitted, if you research, like I just said, oh, we decided randomly that 20 people is a hot spot. Really? Under what basis? Well, that's what we just decided. Great, wonderful. That's such a great, healthy policy. So this is just, you know, it's baloney. It's bullcrunky. So absolutely, you know, they should get rid of this hot spot. I mean, what hot spot? You know, there's 85 cases. One, one person died. We don't know anything about the reasons of death. Did anybody die of the flu this year in West Virginia? Why isn't there emergency about that? Did anybody die of other causes? And speaking of that, I'm going to close on this note. As you know, I've been promoting vaccine choice, health freedom. And, you know, this nanny state, it's not just a nanny state, it's much worse than that. This violation of constitutional freedom is part of the West Virginia health tradition. Why did I say that? Because West Virginia requires if you want to go to public school, you have to vaccinate your children. No choice. No vaccination, no school. How's that for the Mountaineer State freedom? Not. It's it's completely wrong and it's completely unfree. Well, how's that for health health um freedom? Hey, take our vaccinations, which have never had safety studies, or else you can't go to school. Well, 
nationally, if you take an average figure of you know underreporting for the vaccine adverse uh, uh, reporting system, then if you take a mid-range level where various authorities estimate between 10 and 100 times underreporting, there's some 120,000 serious injuries just from the West Virginia required vaccines across the country, that is. And that does not include some of the worst ones like HPV and flu vaccine. There's 13,000 some deaths. Right in West Virginia, there's about 500 serious adverse reactions every year from these required vaccines and 50 deaths. Did you hear the governor or the um, Mr. Marsh, I believe it is, the health so-called czar for the COVID-19, did he raise a concern or a finger for the people who got injured or died from vaccine injuries? Oh, no, no, no. They couldn't be bothered about that. That's what he mean about moral posturing. Why isn't that a concern? Oh, well, maybe because they get donations from Big Pharma. Maybe because there's a lot of conflicts of interest. Maybe because of the vaccine industrial complex. But yet, you know, um, some uh, 54 deaths in the state is a huge tragedy. And we don't even know how many of those deaths are really COVID-19 deaths because if they even were suspected of dying from COVID-19 or so on, you know. So, I mean, yes, it's, it's not great, but people do die of various things. I mean, and like I said, how many people died of these injuries from the forced vaccination in West Virginia? Is anybody lifting a finger about that, Mr. Justice? No, I don't think so. So this is complete moral posturing. This is completely wrong. Jefferson County, need, I mean, the governor needs to get rid of this hotspot. And by the way, tell us, Mr. Governor, what your criteria is. You haven't even said what your hotspot criteria is. And why don't you release the uh, scientific reports on that? And what's your criteria for only allowing two people for 1,000 square feet in the store? So that means in a, that's about 32 feet by 32 feet approximately. There's only two people allowed. Could you please release the studies that you did to find that that was the uh, a correct statistic or three people in a grocery store. This is complete bullcrunky. It's more posturing. The fact of the matter is these things don't save lives. And even the suggestion like from Jefferson County in the state to wear a mask. Well, you know what? If you wear a mask all the time, it's going to restrict your airflow and make you less healthy. Also, what if, uh, if you wear it all the time and don't change it frequently, which presumably you won't be unless you have about 50 of them, then it's going to get contaminated on the outside and you're going to touch it when you take it off. This is complete baloney. So, I mean, if you want to wear a mask, go ahead. But to say that people have to, now I know in West Virginia that's not required, but even to suggest those things, and but it is required for stores to, you know, keep people out, you know. So these are not uh, scientific things. And also I'd like you to release the studies of the six-foot distancing. That That's not scientifically based. And now while you're at it, since you now learned that Mr. Kiyomo has said, oh my gosh, two-thirds of people stayed home. Now I know you did list the stay-at-home order, but how about apologizing it for putting it in place first? You know what I mean? That That's bad. That's no science. And violating all our constitutional rights. And what about tanking the economy and increasing unemployment by tens of thousands and putting people out of work for no reason, Mr. Governor? So lift this crazy stuff immediately. Stop moral posturing. And how about, uh, um, how do you say, 
how about requiring studies of vaccine safety and all required of your forced vaccinations, Mr. Governor, that all vaccines stop giving any of those vaccines until there's been a safety study. There's never been one safety study showing that there are less people, uh, how do you say, more people um, benefit than die from any of the forced vaccines that you force in this state. No safety studies. So stop the moral posturing. That's it, you know. And we don't need a nanny state nor a moral posturing state. We need our freedoms and our God-given rights. So let's stop the craziness and let's eject Mr. Justice. And, and I suggest you eject all of your governors who are having these illegal and unconstitutional usurpation of your basic human rights. I am your host, Richard Urban. I am coming to you from historic Harper's Prairie, West Virginia. And do also check out our West Virginia political series. Today, we're very happy to have um, Alan Witt on. So you'll find that on a podcast and video. I hope you will be well informed about which candidates coming up in the primary and um, general election. But remember, the Supreme Court judges, there are three up for election. They will be elected in the primary election. And also your school board will be elected in the primary election and your magistrates. So those are very, very important positions. So I hope you will get out and vote. Last election, only about some half or a little more people even voted or around half. That's not good at all. Everyone should vote. So let's make a difference. Let's uh, get rid of the unconstitutional people and get good constitutional godly people in office. So I am your host, Rich Urban. I'm coming from historic Harpersbury, West Virginia. Do be blessed. Until next time, and good night.